0: Hey friends, I want to get you into chapter 14. I love some of the things in chapter 14 here. So I want to bring up a little bit of what we started yesterday as Nephi is made aware of what is called the Great and Abominable Church. Now there have been people over the years who have tried to suggest that this is a certain particular church. I personally do not subscribe to that idea. I like to subscribe to what Dallin H. Oaks talks about in the Come Follow Me for this week. The question is, what is the Great and Abominable Church that Nephi saw? Dallin H. Oaks explained that the Great and Abominable Church Nephi described represents any philosophy or organization that opposes belief in God. And the captivity into which this church seeks to bring the saints will not be so much physical confinement as captivity of false ideas. Again, this pulling away and taking out of the plain and precious truths of the Bible. Anybody who tries to do that, I think, falls into that great and abominable idea. How does the Savior help you avoid and escape from the captivity of false ideas? Well, you get into chapter 14 after Nephi is shown, and he's shown this in chapter 13 and 14, he's shown this great and abominable church. It's really anybody who is trying to pull you off of that path. It's the great and spacious building that's trying to get you to fall away from the iron rod and the covenant path, right? You go to verse number 12. It says, it came to pass, again, chapter 14, verse 12, came to pass that I beheld the church and the Lamb of God, and its numbers were few. Because of the wickedness and abominations of the whore." Great way to call the abominable church, right? Who sat upon the many waters. Nevertheless, I beheld that the church of the Lamb, who were the saints of God, were also upon all the face of the earth, and their dominions upon the face of the earth were small. You know, if you were to take the membership of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, for example, we're hovering around a little over 17 million right now. If you compare that to the population of the world, we're over 8 billion. That's a very, very low percentage. Its numbers, like it says here, are few. Their dominions upon the face of the earth were small. And so that gets to be pretty ominous when all of a sudden you've got this great and spacious building, this great and abominable church who is filled with so many people coming after the small in what seems to be insignificant membership of the church, right? Chapter 14 verse 14 is a phenomenal verse. And it came to pass that I, Nephi, beheld the power of the Lamb of God, that it descended upon the saints of the church of the Lamb and upon the covenant people of the Lord, remembering that the Book of Mormon helps you understand those plain and precious covenants that have been taken away from the Bible, who are scattered upon all the face of the earth. And I love this statement. They were armed with righteousness and with the power of God in great glory. Now you click on that word armed right there, there's a little footnote A, and it simply just says the mission of Latter Day Saints. And what our mission is, honestly, is to be a light to the world. As small and as few as we may be, we are to make a difference in the world. And that will arm our us with righteousness and the power of God in great glory. Our glory is going to be much more bright and shiny than that great and spacious building ever thought it could be. Now, with this idea of armed with power, those covenants that arm us with power, I've connected that verse over to section 109 of the Doctrine and Covenants. It's the Kirtland Temple Dedicatory Prayer. It is so wonderful to read. Verses 22 and 23 with this idea of there be few of us, but we come forth armed with power. And we ask the Holy Father that that thy servants may go forth from this house, meaning from the temple, armed with thy power, and that thy name may be upon them, and thy glory be round about them, and thine angels have charge over them. And from this place, meaning the temple, those covenants that we make there, they may bear exceedingly great and glorious tidings in truth unto the ends of the earth, that they may know that this is thy work, and that thou hast put forth thy hand to fulfill that which hath been spoken by the mouths of the prophets concerning the last days. So even though we are small and you might sit there and think like like for example if you're trying to share goodness on social media i was talking to a student just recently who he invited and i love this kid i thought this was so awesome 15 year old kid teacher's quorum he was like i want to be able to share goodness out there and i've started a group me chat with my with my teacher's quorum and i'm inviting them to share goodness in the world and i've been sharing with them every single day a quote or something that they could go out there and share and i'm trying to invite them to do it and he was a little bit discouraged because he was just like they don't seem to really want to do that. And I don't know if I'm making much of a difference as I do this. And I told him, I just said, don't you stop doing those things. Even if your reach seems like it is not that far and few, please keep going with it. And you never know how powerful that reach could be. Even though you may be few, you are going forth armed with righteousness. And as you do that, you're going to see a lot of power and you're going to see glory. So I told him, don't stop doing that. So if you're watching this and you're sharing the gospel and it doesn't seem like you are making much of a difference, you are going to be armed with righteousness and you'll be able to do so much good with your testimony. We have covenanted to do that. That is the mission of the Latter-day Saints to be able to do that. So please take the time to be able to do that. Share that goodness. You are armed with righteousness. Don't go out there firing shots of the gospel. At people don't use it as weapons. Don't weaponize the gospel, but be armed as you go out there and share that goodness. And I promise you, you will be blessed with it. I absolutely know that that is true. I've seen that in my own life, and I'm grateful for the opportunities that I am given to be able to do that.